Hello, hello, hello. Welcome to Mash Debaters. My name is DeAndre Robinson, aka Sexual Chocolate. And these are my friends. <laughs> and these are my friends. Say hello, friends. Hey, uh, you already know it's Cam. I uh vowed before this episode that I will not limit my speaking, so be prepared to get annoyed. Um, but yeah, I just hope everyone is safe and well and making good choices that only infect themselves and no one else. This is your boy CJ, broadcasting from the Matrix. Uh, hi, it's Amanda from The Simplest. I'm filling in for Dwayne, so thanks for having me at the last minute. <laughs> and I hope everybody's having a great day. Hey, this is this is seamless. This is absolutely this is the best live intro I've ever been a part of. I want to say that uh, this is amazing. I love this the smoke detector battery. Um, hey guys, thanks for having us. This is amazing. Dustin here. Uh, uh, part of $2 Late Fee. We're an 80s movies podcast. We do 80s movies, 80s soundtracks, 80s interviews. So thank you for agreeing to the very specific, specific topic today that we've suggested. It could not have been more specific. So thanks for, for being on board. Thanks. Yeah, I feel honored. I feel honored like you guys, you know, are kind of stepping out of your comfort zone, so to speak, by choosing this topic. But uh, I was going to start by doing a reference from Chevy Chase's Spies Like Us, where my microphone... Cut, Doctor? Sorry, uh, <laughs> you brought that already, so it's all good. <laughs> I'm happy to be here, guys. Thanks thanks for having us on. All right, listen, so welcome to Master Business Home Community Debate. We debate some most likely a topic, just like the topic we have today. Uh, we do want to thank the $2 late fee for being on and picking this topic. Uh, but before we start, a couple, couple announcements. Uh, first things first, uh, thank, you, thank you to Amanda as well for filling for Dwayne. Dwayne has some very, very personal issues that he had to deal with, uh, and he will be back on for his birthday episode next week. Okay. Uh, that being said, we are at the semifinals, quarterfinals, sorry, of the 80s movies bracket, I mean, 80s movie tournament. All right. We have the Ghostbusters, who, whoever a buy, got the Goonies versus Back to the Future, got Die Hard versus Star Wars Episode Five. And we have the Princess Bride versus Raiders Raiders of the Lost Ark. Wow. Okay. Okay. It was, it was, 100 and, it was 104, 404 uh, um, movies. Uh, we asked Facebook and Twitter to, to vote, and, and that's what we got. So those, those are the semifinals. How do you okay. do the seedings uh, for the? So, so we don't. Okay. Normally, normally we did. But for 104, I'm not asking. I'm not, I'm I not, mean, that, that would be horrible. Yeah. yeah. So we actually got we get it from a website. And this website was actually, this time was actually Rotten Tomatoes. Oh, so, okay. This cool. is Rotten Tomatoes, okay? Um, and then I, I recede at every single uh, level. Wow. Okay. Good work. So, so yeah, so we, we, we're almost done. Remember uh, the final two movies. If you comment, you will get, uh, we can put a name in the hat for the poster of the winning movie. Okay. And, and that's on Twitter and Facebook. Okay. Cool. Cool. Uh, the superhero bracket is out right now. Uh, the first part of it is out. Second part will be, second part will be out next week. Uh, then third part will be out a week after that. Uh, it's very long, so I had to chop it up in three. Uh, Amanda's on that as well. Dwayne and Jeremy from uh, the Bracket Bastards Pocket Podcast. <laughs> Last but not least, I'm going to keep saying it until it's over. We are nominated for three People's Choice Awards. Uh, if you can go to that website, um, it will be on in the, in the somewhere on this podcast, <laughs> uh, and it will be. Uh, it'll, and we are up for the best comedy, the best black host, 
in the best overall podcast. Whoa. Okay. Vote, everybody. Come on now. Please. Thank you. Please and thank you. All right. I'm tired of getting second places. <laughs> yeah, really. All right. All right. Um, well, you know, people say first is the worst. So, no, second uh, place I, is the first place mm, loser. That's what yeah, we're right. saying. There you go. All right. So, two is not a winner and three nobody remembers. There you go. Exactly. <laughs> All right. With that being said, we are going to do um, our topic for today. Our topic for today is the best comedy movie of 1988. 1988 was a great freaking year because a, a, a certain king was born August 7th, 1988. His name is King Dre. So this is a great year. Oh. <laughs> this is a great year for, for movies. <laughs> right? so Look at that. <laughs> Baby. <laughs> so, I, I am. I am. Well, uh, The Great Outdoors, I mean, it is quintessential 80s. This is an amazing movie and you don't get much better. Well, I mean, all these movies are great, but you don't get much better than Dan Aykroyd and John Candy just doing what they do. Like, um, <laughs> you know, you've got John Candy, this family man who just wants to hang out with his family and do all this late camping family shit. And then in comes his, you know, yuppie brother-in-law pretending like he's all that. And then really he needs money and just all this madness ensues. I mean, the bear itself is like a whole character, like the bear is crazy. And the steak scene, like. That's a real thing in Texas. There are places you can go to get like that giant, I don't know, ribeye, tomahawk, whatever it is, and win a prize if you eat it. I don't understand why, but it's a thing. Um, I've seen this movie a million times. I've had so much fun with it, and I think all the movies here are great. But if you're going for like 80s classic family comedy, you know, I think this is it. So, all right, Zach, go ahead. I mean, I totally agree with what, um, what Amanda just said. Uh, I don't know where to where to like interject any negativity on it because it's all good. That steak scene uh, to this day still gives me uh, hot sweats and meat sweats. Meat sweats. It makes me not necessarily want to ever meet eat meat again. <laughs> um, it, it's yeah, you're you're dealing with like some of the best com com comedians of all time in this movie. Uh, the supporting cast is great. Annette Bening in one of her earliest roles, uh, shocker. And it's just a really, really fun movie. So, uh, yeah, I mean, I got nothing more to add other than the fact that it makes me want to listen to, um, you know, 60s soul music again, too. All right, Dustin. I mean, it's tough to it's tough to argue with this. Also, you know, I mean, who's to say this isn't the best? Honestly, it's uh, if I was going to say one thing, maybe it might be that family dynamics might trigger a lot of people, you know, because Dan Aykroyd is so, you know, they're taking advantage of John Candy. And if you like and that's can sometimes, you know, trigger my injustice meter uh, also in also in moving. But, uh, you know, just the <laughs> fact that like it's just somebody shows up on your vacation and it's like, Hey, we're just in the neighborhood. And then of course he has ulterior motives, which are to, uh, yeah, like you said, Amanda, like, like, you know, take, take money, get them to invest in something that isn't real. And, uh, you know, that's just, that, that can be very maddening to, uh, to watch when you're just like, Oh, I just want to light a light comedy. Um, you know, everything's, everything's maddening in the world. And I'm going to watch, you know, Dan Aykroyd. That's family, bro. Yeah. That is family, but that is family, right? That is family. <laughs> yep. So I don't know. Yeah, that's all. That's all I got. 
Okay, so I'm actually glad that uh, that Dwayne's here to to watch this because I'm about to shit on this whole movie. Um, so <laughs> um, <laughs> oh, I'm feeling feisty today. So let's go. Yeah. One. This this movie remind me. This movie remind me of literally Make America Great Again, 1988. Like, like, like that's what she remind me of. All right. It, 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 this was somebody, I need you to explain that. Yeah, say more. Say more. Okay, so or less. This was, I mean, pull so, out your so, notes. So, pull out your notes. So, God is truth. Out of all the five movies we have right here, right? There were no black people in this movie. This is, and I said make it great, great again, and that that's being like facetious, facetious a little bit, but it didn't give me that that country feel, and. I'm not a big, I'm not that big of a, of a going camping kind of person. I'm not a big camping kind of person. Uh, fuck, you, listen, listen. I, t- I, 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 I told you, I told you before. I told, I told uh, before. If I go camping and I hear anything, I'm not, I'm not, I don't hear that I'm supposed to hear that I don't, I don't know what it is. I'm You're out. Supposed it's, to hear everything. Peace out. It, 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 it doesn't matter. I'm, I'm, I'm gone. It's, it's a wrap for that. It's, I'm, I'm out. No more of that. You want to go, go camping? I'm 100 percent on board, but how does that make this movie bad? I want to go camping in my bed. That right here. I, I, I don't go camping nowhere else. Agree. Agree. <laughs> this is what happens when you go to a bougie high school. <laughs> <laughs> this movie. No, here's the thing. It's my first time watching the movie, and if it, if I probably watched this earlier when, when I was a kid, it probably, it probably gave me the nostalgia feels. But since but, but since it's my first time watching it, it wasn't that good to me I, compared to three out of the five. Because one of one of the movies was I don't give it, <laughs> but scared three out of the five. It I didn't get the nostalgia feel. I got this is not that not my cup of tea, whizzy, campy, campy movie, and and <laughs> and, and that's me. I, I'm not a big fan of the, of, of the woods. All right, all right. <laughs> so so that that, that 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 is me. All right. I, I wasn't a big, big Be fan. Fair, of the movie. you're not old enough to remember life like that, right? Like. I grew up, I mean, I'm 10 years older than you. So for me, that was my childhood. So I get what you're saying. Yeah. All right, go ahead, Kim. Okay, so I, I get it. Um, I was lucky enough to also live in Pennsylvania, but not be where Dre was and have some camping experiences. Loved it, still do. Um, but I get what you mean as far as for like it being like, like a lot kind of before your time. You're at least born in the 80s. I am a 9-0 baby. Oh. Um, so. You're a baby. To you guys, I still have breast milk on my my (laughs) (laughs) That's exactly what I was going to say, specifically. (laughs) Yeah, you took the words out of my mouth. (laughs) Their birthdays that start with a two, I'm just like, okay, sit down, because you can't speak here. You can't be my person. So just go sit somewhere. (laughs) I start to the seven, so. Same here. I think I might be the oldest. I mean, like, you don't look it, and that's what matters. Well, thanks. (laughs) The mustache. mustache, The mustache. (laughs) Face card. (laughs) So, with with mustache, with, with, with no beard, count as a porn stash? Sure. Uh, well, I call I call it the Ted Lasso. Yeah. Yeah. I know. Your assistant is thick as Ted Lasso. Like, I, not I, yet. Right. It's still growing. He's still working on it. Yeah. We, 
We're gonna foster. I like it. it. I think it's great. It looks good though. It, it looks good. I'm crushing a little bit. So thanks. I'll pay you guys. Arm? I'll pay you guys after the show. For complimenting it. Yeah. That's now I know why I'm on this yeah. show. Yep. <laughs> Can I pick it? Yeah, I just want to piggyback, and I think this might be a reoccurring theme for myself personally throughout this podcast is that um the nostalgic feels that I've had. I mm -hmm. watched this movie probably, you know, once a month back in the day, renting it from the video store. And Same. whether and and I got to be honest, there were there were moments throughout it where that, that don't hit on every note, and not in, in, with a lot of these movies. That's how I feel. But it is something about the nostalgia and maybe being forced to watch it every weekend, or oh my god, we got to watch this scene again or that scene again, mm -hmm. and you it gets like ingrained in your mind. And just to piggyback on the other comment you made, I'm not a fan of camping either. So good, yeah, good job, Zach. Yep. Good yep. job, Zach. I think we're. I mean, the purpose of that don't ever sign me up for camping. Nope. Even though they're in right. cabin. Nope. Wait, so you're telling nope. me three out of so, five people, on, uh, three out of six now on this screen do not like to go camping? Yep. Not I think, anymore. Maybe, I think all of us. So I think it comes back in air conditioning. <laughs> So, so I do. I do want to say this though, because I, I I didn't say this when I was talking. There were some funny parts, like 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 the bear on on the uh, on a car had me fucking dying. Like <laughs> I'm, I'm like who laughed? Shit had me laughing hard. He said, oh, you, you, "Here's some action." And they, they drove away with three bears on the car. On the car, the the, the, the raccoons in the trash had me had me laugh a little bit as well. <laughs> so so right. it, it had funny parts, but it wasn't it wasn't. Again, wasn't it, it was it was choke. It was it was right. But that's such yeah. a good point, though, because if you have nothing to compare it to, our whole theme on our podcast is nostalgia is one hell of a drug. Because most of the yeah. time mm -hmm. we revisit it these is. things and we're like, what were we thinking? It's mm -hmm. that it's that same thing. This is your first time coming into it. Mm -hmm. I would totally probably be in the same boat as you. I'd be like, what what's going on here? All right, CJ, the great outdoors, the great outdoors. All right, first off. Uh, some movies from that time, you know, even especially like some of the ones on this list, you know, are done so well that you know uh, it seems like they could have been filmed maybe even last year or in the last five, five years. This movie, on the other hand, as soon as it starts, you know it's old as fuck. <laughs> it's, yeah. It just looked beat down as soon as the, as soon as the opening happens. And that, yeah, that's just that, that's just my thing, you know. But, uh, <laughs> I think, I honestly think this is a, a really good family feel good movie. I don't think it's a great comedy, not at all. You know, yeah, if you want to sit, yeah, you want to have a family, a family movie, cool, but uh, yeah, this is not a great comedy, you know. Both John Candy and Dan Aykroyd have done way better, way funnier performances. And them together, you think they're going to knock it out of the park, and then they come up with this shit. And it's, yeah, you know, don't get me wrong. I think it's a good, it's a good movie, you know. But a top comedy, fuck no. All right, next, next movie, yeah. next movie. First off, I actually have some honorable mentions. Our first one is uh, Ernest Saves Christmas. Yeah, I yeah I think that movie is hilarious. Yeah. Um, I'm gonna get you sucker. Yeah. 
Alright, uh, made, made the way, fuck you guys. Alright, uh, right, and then uh, there's Scrooge, which I watch almost every year around Christmas. And Twins. Yeah. Um, it's not, the, it's just, I don't know, something about the movie just gets me. I love it. Alright, but the movie I chose was Beetlejuice. I've always loved this movie. Anyone who's a true fan of the show knows that I like weird, dark humor. Yeah, yeah, the part where the fucking dog, yeah, <laughs> yeah, the part where the fucking dog fucking you know, drops him in the water and then watches him drown is fucking hilarious. To me. I laugh every time. Yeah. But, uh, you know, I think Michael Keaton played the character of Beetlejuice extremely well. Well, his overtop performance was just perfect, perfect movie. You know, it stole the show every time. You know, you know, and the special, I think the special effects like still hold up today. But you know, even for an '80s movie, this movie, you know, this shit is still fucking great. You know, things fucking blend together well. You know, and no, it's just seamless. You know, it's, yeah, it's a classic movie that I think will just keep entertaining people. Yeah, uh, fuck you too, Dwayne. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, no, I think it's that's a movie that gonna keep entertaining people for generations to come. Beetlejuice is great, and it's one of those. I know you said we get a. I can't say anything bad about it, but I have two choices for that, so I don't know which one to pick. Um, I'm not gonna pick that for this. So the only thing I will say bad about it is that. Can't say anything bad about it. I love Beetlejuice. I'm sorry. It's a great movie. And I love Tim Burton. I love everything about this movie. And um I maybe Alec Baldwin was a little, you know, cringy. Okay, there you go. <laughs> All right, Zach. Um, I think this is one of the Tim Burton's best movies he's ever done. Um and 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 you know it was before he started kind of going cliche it was when he was still somewhat of a visionary um and and i i yeah i love this movie i think it's a great kids movie overall it's a great like if you were to pick one that's the most family friendly i dare i say this might be the one out of the four believe it or not and one of them is a disney movie so you know that's kind of a trip um yeah i think this movie is top to bottom great uh, if I had anything to critique or say negative about it, uh, God, that would be hard. Yeah, maybe piggyback on the Alec Baldwin. He's a little, he's a little flat, but maybe that's that's not a bad thing. We need a little flat Alec Baldwin every now and then. I had a fucked up joke, but I'm gonna I'm keep that. Say it. Come on. Say it, motherfucker. You got. You kind of have to well, say it. No. Well, all I was going to say was, I mean, he might be flat, but his gun not. Oh, oh, yeah, yeah. <laughs> too soon. Too soon. <laughs> I try. I try. I, I, yeah. I try not to. Well, yeah, I guess hey, we asked. Yeah, never too soon. Trying. We asked for it. Yeah. yeah, never too soon. <laughs> but you can't give us popcorn and say no better. Like right. once you say it, you got to say it. Nice. I like that, Amanda. That's a good. Uh... Yeah. I stole that from Lisa Turtle on Saved by the Bell. So uh... I say it all the time. Well, all right. All right, Dustin, go ahead. That's the best thing Lisa Turtle's probably ever said. So yeah. that's so great. 
Uh, first of all, I just got to give a shout out to Dwayne, who's not here, but is still like trolling, actively trolling CJ, which I really appreciate. Uh, it's like do do duty. Uh, yeah, I mean, I'm I, I'm I like I love Beetlejuice too, guys. Uh, Tim Burton. I would say the one bad thing maybe is that Jeffrey Jones is a convicted pedophile, but that has nothing yes. to do with the movie, you know. But it just it just sours it for me now, where I just see him know, walking around. It's like you know, Ferris Bueller, same thing, but. Uh, yeah. You know, what are you going to, what are you going to do there? I mean, yeah, it's, it's great. The movie's great. The music's great. The mood is great. Winona Ryder. It's like her, it's like a breakout yep. uh, role. It's great. Gina Davis and Michael Keaton is a guy. Anyway. Great. Yep. All right. So Michael Keaton is fucking fantastic as Beetlejuice. Yep. I want to say that right now. Oh, I forgot to do this as well. Sorry. Uh, damn. I forgot. Our fans love Rotten Tomatoes. Got the Rotten Tomatoes for outdoors. For the great outdoors, um, the tomato meter was forty-one percent. Uh, but the audience score was seventy-five percent. Hmm. Okay. Uh, and then for like Beetlejuice, me. for Beetlejuice, the tomato meter is eighty-five percent, and the audience score is eighty-two percent. Hmm. Okay. So. <laughs> so it's Mike, bad. Michael yeah. Keaton. <laughs> Yeah, Michael Keaton can't do it. Can't do wrong for me. Almost damn near. Like I, I, I can't name a Michael Keaton role I didn't like. Uh, even in even in that one movie that we had to watch with um for J Lo, I forgot what's called um um out of sight because he, he was in that um uh, in that, yeah. in that, oh. he was in that a little bit. So yeah. don't say anything bad yeah. about out of sight. I love that. <laughs> yeah, yeah we, we did the, the best J Lo movie a couple weeks ago. So that is the best uh, J Lo movie. It's it definitely. is not. Yeah, yeah it is. Yeah, it is. <laughs> okay. Uh, okay. Would, would that be a set? Sorry. Uh, Sorry. Yeah. Um, That's George Clooney. I just have mm. to chime in really quick and be very clear. There is no best J-Lo movie. Stop. Selena. <laughs> oh, Selena. Sorry. I'm yeah. Sorry, DeAndre. I didn't mean to. No, no, no. I was on the desk and I didn't get and Selena. Granted, Selena was my choice, but that's only because of Selena. Not really. Right. Yeah. Selena, like it's. I mean, I mean, enough wasn't bad either, though. So, I mean, like, Hustlers. Fuck that. Okay. Anyway, let's so, so, so back to what I was saying, right? Uh, <laughs> there, there, there is no like I, I can't find a bad marquee role. With with this movie, it is a really good movie. Beetlejuice is one of the a great movie. And next year, eighty-eight, I've just realized for comedy was probably a fucking great year for comedy. Like it was it was probably one of the best years for comedy, hands down. Um it's not as funny all the way through as I as I remember. Um and because I, I I watch all five movies for for this topic and it it, it wasn't funny all the way through. And it still has ha ha moments. My kings is great. But it wasn't as funny as I remember. So, so it's, it's Fair. that's one thing about me that about that. All right, Cam. Okay, so you guys have pretty much said most of this. Beetlejuice falls in line as far as humor goes with like Adam's family. For me, it's mm. kind of like. It's hilarious to me, but that's because I'm dark and twisted. Um, but like overall, it's kind of just like there is like technically this isn't supposed to be like all funny. Um, it's supposed to have like these moments that are just made funny for us dark twisted people. Um, yeah. And so, are we like, the twisted sisters? Potentially. <laughs> um, 
But like I realized like I don't there's certain movies I don't think of as comedies because they're not comedic for everyone, if that makes sense. Um and then there's the other end of the spectrum where it's like family friendly comedy. I'm just like, all right, this is like level two. All the everyone in the house, including the kids, are gonna get a laugh out of it. Very cute. It's kind of just like there's so far the movies are like boom <laughs> on both ends of the spectrum with that. Um, but who, if you don't like Beetlejuice, you're really not someone I want to talk to. <laughs> you can't so, sit with me. <laughs> so you can't sit with us. That's all. Yeah, you are. Who? Not only can you not sit with us, please sit as far away as possible like other end of the cafeteria um <laughs> i do love the movie i go back and i'm just like okay i realized that i erase the parts that i don't think are funny in my brain like i just kind of like my memory just saves the good parts and then just stores that movie like that sure. and when i go back to watch it, i'm just like all right yeah all right yeah and so mm-hmm. there's a lot of that every time i watch Beetlejuice, only because like DeAndre said, it's not actually funny all the way through, um, mm. which again, it's fine. I don't think it actually was supposed to be. That's kind of where I'm going back to. Um, and so I struggle with that for certain movies like this because I find it hilarious, but then there are moments where I'm just like, okay, I'm just waiting for the next part that I think is funny. So I'm going to mention this. CJ took one of my armor mentions. It was, uh, I'm going to get you sucker. One of the best parodies of all time. I mean, yep. it, it is what it is. Yeah. Uh, I'm also gonna go with uh, Neck Naked Gun. Even though I think Naked Gun two and a half is better, actually, a little better than me. Um, I'm also gonna go School Days. Uh, oh. And then, yeah, I'm also gonna go School Days as nice well. One. And then I'm gonna go. Uh, <laughs> don't don't kill me, but I'm gonna go Killer Clowns from Outer Space. <laughs> no. I was just talking about that movie the other day. That movie is a cult classic. It is a cult classic. It's not for everybody. It's not. Oh, it's great. It's, it's a very underrated. Oh, my goodness. Um, so, Tomato Meter for Coming to America, 73% for the Tomato Meter. Audience score was 85%. Okay. To me, this is the funniest movie of all time. This is my favorite movie of all time. This is. There's no, no, there's no movies that's funnier. I don't give a damn. I say it again, consistent. So y'all want to know? I'm make sure you know this movie's the funniest movie of all time. My favorite movie of all time. It's an all-star goddamn uh, uh, cast: Arsenio Hall, Eddie Murphy, John Amos, uh, Samuel Jackson, Jamie, James Earl Jones, Cuba uh, uh, Gooding Jr. was in the was was in the uh, it has a very very small cameo. It, uh, it was just so fucking funny. The lines are so fucking fucking funny. Sexual chocolate. Um, uh, <laughs> who the fuck is this asshole? Samuel Jackson, you know, cursing and screaming. <laughs> All right. Uh, um, it's just so goddamn good. And for the culture, it's one of the best things that ever happened because it wasn't a lot of black, all black uh, uh, movies. So, so. It was this, and then Harlem Nights came out. Harlem Nights came out a year year afterwards. Yep. So this 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 is a, an important film as well. So this is my number one. This is my favorite movie of all time. Coming to America. Cam, you first. Okay. So 
your cheat coding here. We know everyone loves coming to America. No, 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 no. Don't do that because I give everybody two weeks to pick this. I, I'm I didn't pick not shit. upset that you <laughs> oh, chose it. Relax. <laughs> I'm about to say. I'm shooting to be defensive. Who hurt you? Like, <laughs> <laughs> like, but no, coming to America, like legit watching the preview just now, I remember the joke from every scene. Mm-hmm. Like I know what's coming. There's a joke in every scene. <laughs> like if you wait for it from beginning all the way through to the end, um, which is why I think this like is such a favorite for so many people. It kept you laughing the entire time. Um, I've seen this movie more times than I probably should have. Probably still less than Dre, and I'm okay yep. with that. Um, Watch his night. My only thing <laughs> going into it now, as an adult, in the, uh, let's call it the age of awakening, um, where everybody want to be woke, it, it and you go back and you look at things and you're like, hmm. I have a I have a moment of some home in this movie. And it is because I am Caribbean. There's a lot of uh, jokes made because of their accents and because they're not American and things like that, that don't land as well for me as an adult because it's not fucking funny. (laughs) I get it. I get it. Especially back then, literally everybody did it before everyone was so uh, I don't want to say sensitive because that's not it. That's not what it is. But bef- back then, literally again before I was even born, those jokes flew left and right all day, every day, morning. And I'm from New York City. Okay, I've been <laughs> as a Haitian person, I've been called <laughs> way worse. All right, before I even hit puberty. So it is what it is. But again, you grow up and it kind of just doesn't taste the same. Um, but granted that's about like two jokes out of like the entire movie. So does it spoil the whole thing for me? Absolutely fucking not. Because from the very beginning, as soon as that woman comes out of the water, I lose my shit. Because what was she doing down there? Okay? She was cleaning the royal <laughs> the penis. Royal royal penis. penis. The royal she was cleaning the royal penis. penis. <laughs> yeah. And I was like, yo, that is how I want to live my life. Like, I totally need to you do You want better. your royal penis to be clean? Yes. I was just, wait, what? <laughs> okay, anyway. Anyway. Just gonna go past that. All right, CJ, go so, Oh, sorry. Yeah, all that stuff said, even though it gives me some hmm moments, you know, 20-something, 30-something, I don't even know how far we are. I don't want to think about it. Um, years later, I still absolutely love this movie, and I think it's one of the few movies on this list where, again, every scene that's set up before the scene is over, you're going to laugh. There's a joke in there, especially if you're paying attention. Um, and so, yeah, this is top tier. I don't know if it's number one, but it's top tier. Sorry, right, C- I'm thinking about jokes. Don't mind me. All right, CJ, go ahead. Okay. This is also one of my favorite movies. You know, it's fucking hilarious. There's multiple iconic scenes. You know, and I think it's the most quotable movie on this list. 
and I can't fuck with it. The cast is amazing, great writing, even a great dance number that was, for people who don't know, it was choreographed by Paula Abdul when she was 17. Yeah, this movie is is fucking amazing, number one. I can't fuck with it. All right, Amanda? Same. Can't fuck with this one. It's amazing. I, I love everything about it. I, I agree with what Cam said because I found it interesting with the with the um whatever his name is, Eric LaSalle character, the Soul Glow guy, that he is the one making fun of, you know, Hakeem and say, Oh, you'd keep your women in huts and making fun of like where he comes from when he knows he comes from Africa. So I get like that part was kind of weird for me, but I mean it's not weird for me because I don't belong to that culture, so I can't really say anything. But I was like, yeah, that's not really cool, dude. But other than that, I mean, so one of my best friends, um, we dressed up as Ninja Turtles for Halloween one year at my house. I have a party every year. She goes, I have another costume. She goes upstairs. She comes back down as Randy Watson from Sexual Chocolate. She's got the blue leisure suit. She's got her hair, like, in her curls, all, like, with the... You know, it's all oiled down, and she's just like it got the mustache, and she's perfect. And so, she just makes me love this movie even more because, yes, she's black. I don't know if that's what you were going to ask, but yes. <laughs> no, I was thinking I should do that. <laughs> like, you know, it was the most perfect Halloween costume I've ever seen in my life. We all died, but I mean, it's just that's how iconic this movie is. You know, I mean, I got I got the belly for it now. I could pull off Randy Watson actually. Me too. I mean, I, 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 I had the <laughs> <for> it now. <laughs> All right, uh, go ahead, Zach. Yeah, I love this movie. Uh, echo what everybody already said, but I'll point out too that John Landis directed this, and John Landis did Trading Places, Blues Brothers, Animal House. I mean, he he's he's uh, one of the he did Oscar with Sylvester Stallone, <clears throat> unfortunately. Uh, or or not, but you know uh, he's done some hits and misses. Oh, American Werewolf in London as well. But you know John Landis is a is a iconic director with Eddie Murphy writing it. Well, one of the writers, but probably one of the main writers, mm-hmm. and a lot of improv going on with like improv geniuses. Mm-hmm. So um, and this is Eddie at his peak, right? Eighty eight, I'd say this is soon after he had a few more hits, a few more years down the road. But like this was when he was just on fire. You know, and so, yeah, I agree with you, Cam, that I think a, a, a few of these movies definitely have moments that don't hold up today as far as our culture is concerned and being more aware and, and woke and w- whatever you want to call it. But uh, for that time in 88, I, mean, I was laughing my butt off every time I watched this movie and I watched it on repeat. It was one of I think maybe all five of these movies were in my rotation back in the day from the video stores, you know, so uh yeah, it's it's a classic. It's a classic. Is it my number one? Well, we'll find out later. <laughs> All right, Dustin. I will. Oh, sorry. I was just gonna say real quick. Like at least twice a week in my house, my husband will say, or one of us will say, "That boy was good." That boy's good. <laughs> good, boy's terrible. Good. Good and terrible. At least twice a week. <laughs> you must be crazy. <laughs> <Quite a dozen. laughs> and I'm always like, "This is beautiful. What is this velvet?" <laughs> <laughs> 
What is this? Velvet? Do you touch my couches? Are in fact velvet. You touch everything. Yeah, I'll touch whatever and ask if it's velvet. Um, yeah, I can't fuck with this movie. This this movie is is phenomenal. I mean, just think about how much fun they had making this movie. You can tell. You know, it's just one of those movies where you're like, oh man, they were just like cracking each other up the entire fucking yeah. time they were doing this thing. That's so evident. Um, also, let's just talk about the universal theme of like literally having everything you want and still not being happy. Mm -hmm. And I think that really resonates. You're like, oh man, like, yeah, he's on a, he's on a, he's a, he could certainly be happy as king, but he's not. And yeah. And then just the, the fish out of water story just done on such a, a perfect scale. All right. Next movie. Well, um, okay, so backstory on this movie, this this movie out of all of them, I watched the most back in the day. Uh, and there's so many little one-liners throughout. Oh, I guess I should mention my honorable mention. Yeah. I'm going to choose one. Uh, I'm going with A Fish Called Wanda. Mm -hmm. It's uh, top to bottom, one of the best comedies of the 80s, period. If you've never seen it, you should, definitely should. Um, it's got so many things going for it. And Kevin Klein, like steals the show in that movie. Uh, but moving, it's got flaws, quite a few. Um, it's like the comedic version of falling down with uh, Michael Douglas, <laughs> I guess, if you will. Uh, but man, I can't, like, anytime I hear Richard Pryor laughing or, like, losing his mind, I just crack up. Uh, the movers in this are ridiculously hilarious uh, <laughs> to this day. Like, that line when the the... the the movers walk in and they're like, how's it hanging? And he's like, how's what hanging? <laughs> I'll save it because you guys should watch that. But it's uh, it's got a it's got an amazing cast uh, of like like cameos. You know, you got Rodney Dangerfield, Morris Day. Um, the voice of Skeletor uh, is is one of the dudes in this movie as well. He's 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 the guy who's like, I'm going to take the windows with me and the door with me. Alan Oppenheimer. Um, it's, it's a, it's a wacky film. Uh, and I, I personally love it. Dustin. Okay. My midnight, my, my midnight, my honorable mention is midnight Ron Martin Brest, uh, Robert De Niro, Charles Grodin. I just love that movie. I'll leave it at that. Um, I'm going to do something unorthodox here because when we talk about nostalgia being one hell of a drug, when I initially suggested this with Zach, moving i've seen it a lot too and it's been many years having rewatched it now to prepare for today i really didn't like it that much but i'll tell you <laughs> and i'll tell you it's basically because it's like dying. it's an everyday guy pushed to the edge and he never gets a win and it's and i was like what what's funny about this you know and, and i think part of that is, is how the world is right it's all fucked up we don't give a shit about you know it's it's horrible like nobody cares about anybody anymore and we fight about everything we can't agree about anything and this just hit me at that time where i'm like this isn't funny and um you know and then he and then he's finally able to get what he wants by just getting an m60 and like you're like what this this the the messaging doesn't doesn't track and and although i love everybody in it and richard Pryor is you know amazing uh, yeah so it's 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 a weird thing to defend this movie backwards but i don't this yeah and zach is just gonna kill you once we're all done well no. we he knows this is this is what our podcast said this is what two dollar lefty <laughs> is to many degrees because we revisit something and we're like oh okay yeah 
Yeah, I will just yeah. say quickly on 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 two dollar lay fee. We do talk a lot about like we don't always agree on uh, specifically what how like when we come into the movie. I either love it or typically I love it. And Dustin's not as huge of a fan fairly recently, and that but that's kind of the beauty of it. You know, you got to you got to see what works and where there's a middle ground. All right, I'm gonna go first. All right, uh, right tomato tomato meter giving thirty three percent. Fair. And, the, and, the, <laughs> and the audience gave it 64%. Yeah, fair. Okay. So I, I want to pay back off what Zach said. There are other uh, people that's in this movie that people that most like th- his wife was the vice principal in Lean on Me. Barely yes. Todd. Right. Yeah. So yep. all right. uh, for, for CJ, it got show enough in this. Yep. Yep. Yeah. Show enough is in the in his movie. He's a, a, a small, small, small role. Yeah, Julius Carey. Yeah. Yep. Yeah. Rest in peace. Uh, um, Ryan Dangerfield also rest in peace as well. Um, he, he won the horses. So it was fucking funny. Uh, here's where the movie fucked up for me. Uh, in the beginning of this movie, first and first, what fucked up for me is that I had to pay for it because there was no, there, there was no links at all TV? for it. I checked everything. It was no yeah, not, at all. Yeah. all right. it, it was $3. It was $3. Yeah. $3. It was $3. We'll, we'll uh, send you $3. No, I'm, I'm good. I'm good. <laughs> but, but From our I, Patreon. I, yeah. 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 <laughs> I, I couldn't find a movie. That's the first thing. So the second thing is, in the beginning of this movie, he had a dream about fighting his his, his neighbor. And then it Played was by Randy dream. Quaid. Yep. Yeah, yeah, Randy Quaid. And then it was, it was a dream. That means he had none of that prior experience of fighting or shooting shit. <laughs> and then at the end of this fucking movie, <laughs> somehow, because I thought it was a dream, I was like, okay, but he better wake up or some shit. Somehow, he gets guns. He he know, he, he, he know how to jump off of shit, jump off shit, right? All right, right. <laughs> barely jump off shit, barely. Uh, you know, you know, you know, he know how to fight. Uh, who like King Kong Bundy? I'm, I'm not sure who the hell that was, but it was like, yeah. like King Kong Bundy. <laughs> that was King Kong Bundy from WWF. King Kong Bundy. So it's King Kong Bundy. Yep. <laughs> it didn't make not a lick of sense <laughs> at the end of this movie. <laughs> all right, it didn't make no sense at all. Plus, I'm not gonna lie, I'm not a big Station Dash fan. Some more mm-hmm. for Tap So, uh, um, what you want, but oh, oh no, it had, had its funny, had, had its funny moments. I, I will say that. Um. Oh. Oh. It had the um the, the movers. The movers. The the Latin movers. Always. He's always the bad guy, and a Latin bad guy in every yes. show. Yeah. Yep. And then uh, the black guy. The boy. Black guy was actually on uh, um Harlem Nights. He was the uh the, the beginning. They need new shoes. He just need to. <laughs> yep. And Bruce so, Bruce Millions also. He's great. In yeah. That. Yep. So. I so, love that movie. <laughs> It gets low for me because the story didn't make not a lick of sense <laughs> at all. It had its funny parts, but it didn't make a lick of sense. I love Richard Pryor, but this didn't make shit. And I'm just happy that the, the following year he had uh, Harlem Nights because if he had to stop with this shit, <laughs> I'll I, be pissed. He would be pissed. So, yeah, so the, the, this this gets a, a low rating for me. Cam's on you. Okay, so yeah, I have never seen this before. I didn't know it existed. Looked it up. Paid my three dollar entry fee. Um, <laughs> as soon as I saw Richard Pryor, I was like, "Okay, this gonna be good." 
and then it wasn't. It had its moments, but it was, yeah, it was all over the place a little bit. It did have its funny moments. And I agree, it's a little bit, this movie is just straight up foreshadowing. Horrible housing market. You go. It's not what you thought. <laughs> <laughs> okay. like, oh man! Everybody it's like the money pit. It's pretty totally. much like just yep. way ahead of its time without knowing, um, which is so sad to think about. <laughs> the fact that I'm processing that I live in this movie. <laughs> oh. Anywho. Not rent free. You paid three dollars, <laughs> right? So I was just like, I paid three dollars for a reality check. <laughs> <laughs> but no, it definitely had its funny moments. To be honest, I think the schizophrenic car driver is probably the best part for me. Yeah, Dana um, Carvey. Just mm. because I was oh, just wow. like, what the like? It just it had a whole bunch of what the fuck moments, but I think that was one of my favorites. Um, and I just legit now, if I ever buy a house, which I plan to do soon, will definitely be double checking on if the door is stairs. <laughs> <laughs> Taking it with now. us. The pool. The pool was too much. Yeah. Because it was, yeah. I don't know. It was it was funny, but it's not like, okay, yeah, man. Oh, you gotta watch this funny. It's kinda like, okay, I see what you did there. It's not too bad. Towards the end, I was kind of just like, all right now, where are you guys going with this? <laughs> The answer was nowhere. Um, but, <laughs> Spoiler alert! But that also was kind of funny. So, <laughs> so, so, so Kim's right because I'm, I'm, on, I'm like, I'm, you know, marking my house now too. I'm hoping by this the one living in now. But if 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 I go somewhere and it says. Uh, yeah, I'm taking it with me. I'm done. I'm done with the house. Like it's, it's right now. <laughs> this this movie made me stop. I'm taking it with me. Yeah. Okay, well, thank you. Thank you, thank you for your time. Uh, it's time to go. <laughs> it's time to go. Right. <laughs> it's listed as something that's not included in the house. We're done. <laughs> like, yeah. All right, go ahead, CJ. All right. When I was a kid, you immediately knew that someone saw this movie because they flipped everyone off like this <laughs> for at least a, <laughs> a week. Every time. <laughs> you know, fuck you. <laughs> this week. The thing is, that's the only memorable part of the movie. Uh, I didn't even remember what movie it came from until I did this research. Uh, there's no real memorable parts. Uh, there's nothing iconic about it. Uh, there's really no real quotable moment. Uh, this movie is... It is fun. It has its funny parts. It has its funny moments. But honestly, it should not have been on this list at all. Sorry, Zach. <laughs> oh, I have no problem. I like what I like. That's, that's part of our F show. F you, Zach. You like what you like. I haven't seen this since I was a kid. I did not rewatch it for this podcast because I got invited two hours ago. So <laughs> I... Um, appreciate that it was funny when I watched it, but I have very vague memories. I appreciate Zach for throwing it in here. I have to agree with CJ, though, as as much as I have not watched this movie since I was a kid, there were so many other funnier movies in 1988 than what I remember this one being, but also I'm probably not the best person to ask, so don't ask me. Because right? <laughs> I haven't seen it since I was a kid, but it's not memorable to me, clearly. And I love Richard Pryor. So sorry, Zach. 
Oh, no apologies necessary. Okay. You like says, what you like. like. It's masturbating. That's what we're doing. We're masturbating. I still like Howard the Duck, so I do not shame anybody for liking anything. Mm. Hey, mm-hmm. call it a masterpiece. Yep, that's what we say. <laughs> masterpieces. <laughs> All right. Well, we should do that. An episode of masterpieces. Masterpiece. It. Oh yes. Yep. Hell yeah. All right. Uh, next and final movie. Um. I don't have any honorable mentions. Let's start there. The one that I did have was mentioned a long time ago. I thought Um, you were going to say Hot to Trot, that horse movie with uh, Bobcat Goldthwait. You know what I was? I like that movie. I thought you were going to say that too. I almost forgot about that. You're welcome. (laughs) Just kidding. Yeah, but my choice, um, obviously, the best choice, Duh. Um, is who framed Roger Rabbit. I feel like if you've been listening or been with us so far, that spectrum that I was talking about earlier versus super, super lighthearted, where it's kind of just like, all right, this is almost fluff. Um, and then that super, super dark humor where you're just like, okay, this is for people who are a little disturbed. Um, granted, you know, we all fall. So I feel like my choice is smack dab right in the middle. Not too crazy. Not too just a fluff, lighthearted humor that absolutely is kind of just for like four-year-olds to watch and be safe with that. Um, and to be honest, this movie is the first time I ever wanted to like be a cartoon. I feel like this movie walked so that Space Jam could run and then run into a wall and be ruined with the sequel that just came out not that long a few years ago. Thank you. (laughs) But it's not its fault. Um, But no, I feel like everybody loves this movie. I don't feel like this is much of a discussion, really. Like, (laughs) I don't know many people who watch this movie and go, no, I didn't find a funny thing in that at all. I love this movie. I really... I'm sure that you're gonna people could find something to say. Will it be valid? Probably not. Well, I care. <laughs> Probably not. <laughs> like, <laughs> yeah, this is a very classic movie and it's absolutely hilarious. Right. Yeah, the way the live action pairs with animation is absolutely amazing, especially when you remember that this is 80s technology. Um, I personally think it still holds up. You know, this movie's great. And if Come to America was on this list, this would be guy I can't fuck with. It. Yeah, so this will be my second choice. All right, Amanda. Um, I mean, <laughs> this movie has a super special place in my heart. Uh, for for people who. Uh, want to know I used to be able to draw the perfect Jessica Rabbit I would just draw her over and over because I just thought she was so perfect because I was like you know seven years old um I love this movie so much it's so funny um I mean I already used my can't fuck with it but if I hadn't I would use it for this one um can't say anything bad about it love this movie sorry not sorry all right Zach <clears throat> okay, so I've got nothing negative negative to say on one hand. Uh, it's more of a negative to say on Disney. So I love this movie. Uh, I I I it was a fresh breath of air when it came out because <laughs> I was not a Disney fan when it came out. Uh, I just wasn't that kind of guy. But it, it's not a kids movie, and I really 
uh, drove me nuts that it was marketed to kids with toys and like the whole line. But it's not a kids movie. It's like it's made for teenagers and adults, which is fine. It's you know, it's totally great. Like it's it's got everything you want for a teenager perspective and an adult perspective. But man, like I remember back in the day, people are like, oh, my God, my favorite Disney movie is Roger Rabbit. I'm like, it's not a Disney movie. It shouldn't be a Disney movie. It should be like a MGM or like independent type of movie, you know. So it always kind of frustrated me that it was labeled as, you know, because it is a legit Disney movie. But uh, it's just funny how, you know, little kids now I hear her say, oh, yeah, I watched Robert, Roger Rabbit. I'm like, did you? Did you did you get all the jokes? Because there's a lot that and it's that like hits funny. you over the head. You know? And you watch them as an adult and they totally different. Like, mm -hmm. yeah. But that's right. why it was good. Oh, yes. no, I, I'm not. For two separate reasons. <laughs> totally. Yes. And, and, and what, what Cam said, I agree. It's very dark. It's, uh, you know, it, it's very risque. And that's a good thing about it. I just don't like it being labeled as a Disney cutesy yeah. thing. Because it's not a Disney cutesy thing. It's not Little Mermaid. It's Roger effing Rabbit. Thank God. Okay, yeah, I did find agreed. a negative when they kill the sh the little cute pair of shoes. That was a little dark yeah. for a Disney movie. Like, oh yeah, I still have to yeah. skip past that part when he just dips that yeah. little cute pair of shoes. He's like, ah, like that's evil, bro. Totally. All right, that's that hurt my heart. <laughs> Yeah, and if you're, you know, and if you're not expecting that at all, you know, it's yeah, your cartoons are being murdered. They're being murdered and, you know. But look, there's a reason this is the second highest grossing film of 1988. There's nothing like it. There's no, nothing like it then, nothing like it since, really. I mean, there really isn't, you know, the the acting with cartoons done in such a spectacular way, you know, uh like CJ was saying, it's like it's 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 amazing and Bob Hoskins is amazing in it. Christopher Lloyd is, you know, I mean, this is like coming on the heels of Back to the Future and just, you know, again, it's another movie where this, how could this not be fun because of what they were doing? I don't know that everybody knew exactly what it was going to look like until the finished product, but, you know, it's, it's, it's a, it's a great time. I, yeah, I mean, I have nothing, nothing bad to say either. And I will add in there really quick that Cool World tried to uh, recreate that magic, you know, the Brad Pitt, Kim Basinger yeah. movie, didn't do it no. nearly as well. no. Okay. And merchandising. Who world was garbage? Yes. Agreed. Yep. And I'm wow. not on delay. Can <laughs> yeah. we talk about the pancake while, thing? While CJ while CJ remixed that in, um, <laughs> I will <laughs> I, I will say, listen, so who frame watching rabbit rotten tomatoes? The tomato meter, ninety-seven percent. Tomato meter. The audience meter eighty-five percent. Yeah. That makes sense. Okay. And then was coming to America eighty six. Eighty two. Eighty five. Oh, it was eighty five. Tomato tomato meter was eighty five. No, no, sorry. Coming to America was. Wait a minute. Coming to America was seventy three tomato and eighty five audience. Well, yeah, I only count the audience. I don't give. Uh, yeah. <laughs> we don't care what critics think. Fuck those guys. Yeah. <laughs> uh, so with that being said, I can't fuck with this movie. I mean, listen, listen, listen. It's, it's, it's not better come to America. I'm not saying that right now, but this is one of the top two cartoon movies of all time to me. Cartoon movies of all time. I'm cutting this cartoon movie, Lion King and Who Framed Roger Rabbit. Is the, I was going to ask two. what the other one was. Yeah, Lion King, Who Framed Roger Rabbit. It's right, it's right, right there and there. Uh, <laughs> you could ask Emily. I'm pretty sure Emily still still watches. You could ask Emily. 
I, I say she played patty cake. She played patty cake. I say that shit to this day. That shit is hilarious. To me. It's, 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 it's a lot funnier now. I didn't, I didn't know what it was when I was younger. Like, all of a sudden, I was doing this shit. Like, like now I get the fucking joke. It's, it's hilarious. <laughs> <laughs> that shit is funny. Yo, look, listen, listen. The, the aspect uh, of. He's looking fun. at the pictures. Like it's- <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> <laughs> listen, listen. Uh, the aspect of for it being for kids and for adults is great. Because a lot, a, lot, a lot of things do it now, like SpongeBob does it now, actually, for a, 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 lot, a lot of episodes as well. And a lot, a lot of people try to uh, try to re, recreate this magic. Uh, Space Jam, Space Jam Two was horrible, and uh, that Chip and Dog movie that just, that just came out tried to do this as well, and, and actually had Roger Rabbit in it. Uh, so, but this this is all time classic. This is fucking great. This one of the best movies of 1988. This one of the best cartoon movies of all time. Who favorite rabbit? I can't fuck with it. Shit's amazing. All right, shit's shit's great. All right. With that being said, it is time to rank them. All right. I mean, is it obvious? <laughs> <laughs> what are you counting them for? <laughs> it's time to rank them. All right. Thank you. That's a best of the best reference, by the way. CJ, you're first. I got it. Oh, okay. I got Coming to America, number one. Who Framed Roger Rabbit, number two. Beetlejuice, number three. The Great Outdoors, 12, and Moving, 98. I'm glad you're delayed because I didn't catch that last one. <laughs> <laughs> All right, uh, Cam. Same ranking as CJ. <laughs> Same exact, except I'm not putting it all the way at 98. I feel like that's excessive. Thanks, Cam. Uh, Appreciate that. <laughs> <laughs> Zach also directed moving, by the way, guys. It's time to tell you that. It's, I didn't want to lead with that. Uh, he... <laughs> I directed it. Directed back to school. Alan Matter. So. Yeah, back yeah. to school. And, and girls just want to have fun. Yep. <laughs> Two other movies I didn't watch. I need to be on y'all's show. <laughs> All Thank right. you. Amanda, go ahead. Um, so honestly, I missed all of CJ's, but I think it's the same as his and Cam's. Um, no. It's Roger Rabbit, Coming to America, Beetlejuice, Great Outdoors, and Moving. Right, Roger Zach. Rabbit is a special place in my heart. I have to make it the number one. Zach? Coming to America, Beetlejuice, Who Framed Roger Rabbit. Sorry, Amanda. Moving, then Great Outdoors. That's cool. Yeah. <laughs> All right, uh, Dustin. I didn't pick it. I got stuck with it. <laughs> this is so funny. It's like everybody's like, we, like we've made the movies. Uh, coming, <laughs> I think it's the same thing. I don't know. Coming to America, Roger Rabbit, Beetlejuice, Great Outdoors, and Moving is last. All right. No, yeah, so, I, so coming to America, number one. Yeah. Obviously. Yeah. That's fair. Who framed Roger Rabbit is number two or one one B? Obviously. <laughs> Beetlejuice number three. I'm actually gonna put moving four. Thanks. I'm gonna put moving four. 
I left I left more moving than I did on Great Outdoors. You know you did. Did you know? Right. Did you know Whitney Houston's from Boise, Idaho? <laughs> no, she's not. It's just me. <laughs> <laughs> that is good, Joe. Oh my goodness! Yeah. All right. So listen, we want to thank Zach and Dustin for coming on uh, the show tonight. Uh, if you can plug your your show again for us, that'd be great. Thanks for having us, guys. We are $2 Late Fee. It's $2LateFee.com. We're on all the socials. You can find us everywhere. We love interacting. And, uh, yeah, check us out. All right. And, Amanda, thank you for coming on as well. If you could plug your show, that'd be great. Thanks for having me again. I love you guys. And I host The Sip List. And, again, everywhere on social media, Twitter, um, website, thesiplistpod.com. And yeah, we're a top five show and we talk about everything. So there you go. Oh shit. Yeah, I forgot. Dwayne did have a ranking uh or here. Oh. <laughs> uh shit, hold on my fault. Um, do we care? I took his place. So that's, he's, he's, yeah, that, like he that's true. He's still I'm here. I mean he's still here. He's still here. <laughs> he he said he said number one, coming to America, number two, Beetlejuice, <laughs> number three, moving, number four, the great outdoors. And number five, who framed Roger Rabbit? And that's Nobody why asked you, hmm. Wayne. Hmm. And Thanks, that's Dwayne. What happens when you're not on the show, and it's <laughs> <laughs> Thanks, Dwayne. Good and All terrible. Right. So glad Dwayne is good and terrible. All right, so uh, stay tuned for next week, where actually it is Dwayne's birthday. Uh, he's not here right now again. He he has something serious he had to deal with, um, and we hope, I hope everything's okay. But it is his birthday next week, and we'll be talking about the best. Live action Batman and Bruce Wayne's George Maybe Clooney. We should rewatch Who Roger Rabbit birthday for his kid. birthday. <laughs> Probably mm. okay. Uh, so yeah, um, so we hope, we hope all, all well with Dwayne and everything yes. going on. Uh, Love you, Dwayne. Yes, my name is DeAndre Robinson, and DJ's all late. Give me, give me a thumbs up. Oh, you should do a thumbs up. Wait, oh, he fucked up. He went to reach so for his drink. I thought he was. He was. Uh, like, anyway, these are my friends. The these are my friends. Fuck CJ. Fuck <laughs> <laughs> <Take> my friends. Bye, <laughs> <My Yeah>. friends. <laughs> Wait, are you guys all saying just you? okay? <laughs> all right, guys. It was another hilarious episode. Thank you for everybody who hung in there with us. Thank you for everyone who literally witnessed the past and the present simultaneously. CJ on AOL, everyone else. In the <laughs> <laughs> and I hope you enjoyed this awesome <laughs> trip back in time. He's back, on a TV delay back, for the cuss words, yeah. you know? Back in time. Yeah, it's right. just like, hold on. <laughs> News coming in. Like, <laughs> Listen, I, 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 I could have swore CJ was on was on, on his uh, DJ Clue. Right, this just in. These were my choices. <laughs> I'm telling right. you, it's guys like us. Yeah. Doctor? The right. 64 hits different now, you know? All right, CJ, go ahead. <laughs> hey, all right. hey, everybody, this is your boy CJ, and yo. Know, Thanks for witnessing the death of my computer. <laughs> and, uh, we'll see what, what happens next week. <laughs>
shit. <laughs> Damn. All right, listen. Goodbye. <laughs> goodbye, everybody. <laughs> okay. Okay. <laughs>